Welcome to the ministry of Reverend David Edigenfi. Reverend David is the founder and president of Kingdom Mystery Center Worldwide. He is an end-time apostle mandated to raise mature sons of God who will explicitly manifest their identity in Christ. Reverend David has a dynamic music ministry and is the author of Dangers of Wrong Marriage. His strong passion for soul winning has spread Jesus for all missions and evangelistic crusade ministry. Now listen to Reverend David Edgenby. There is what we call the law of honor. The law of honor. Before I came to town, the Lord instructed me. He said, locate all the fathers in town and sow it to their life. I went around every father in town. Every father in town. I planted, I sowed into their life. They spoke and prayed over us. They added their blessing. That's why the devil can fight, but still we are still alive. You can't finish because the weight and the force behind us, you can't turn us upside down just like that. You will be a foolish soldier to fight and go and meet a wounded soldier and you begin to laugh and tell the person, ah, what tell me about you? You'll be a foolish soldier. The fact that the guy is wounded there should give you a sign that no, there is something in this territory. You must learn something. So when you go out to Atlanta and you see fathers, the greatest thing you can do is to honor them and they'll release certain blessings that will take you further beyond where they have ended. So you don't dishonor those who have gone ahead. Anybody that dishonors, he has cut his. Look, the last thing you saw is the last thing you are celebrating. The last thing you are excited about, then people, hey, hey, that is the end. You are finished. This is the reason why the church in Ghana is not seeing the future. The church in Ghana, you get to Nigeria and people are growing big, big. You, I was watching Silo and I saw uh, 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 Pastor Ineche Paul Ineche seated. I saw Pastor David Abiyomi seated. These are giant. Pastor Intinti seated. They were all there. They were seated and Papa was teaching them, telling them, These are my sons, teaching them. They honored this man. Were we not here when we had Pastor Abiyomi carrying over $100 million and sowing into his father's life? When you talk about in Pastor uh, he is the one sitting hundred thousand congregation. He has built a temple that says hundred thousand, and Bishop Poinipo has fifty-four thousand. Can he get up and say no? No, he was seated, and Bishop was teaching him. Nigeria, 
Let me tell you something. No matter how beautiful a building is, there is a certain foundation that is holding it up. You can say praise the Lord, hallelujah, amen, in this land because certain men have crushed their sacrifices here. A fool to do to dishonor those things. That is why one day I saw that man of God who was drunk. I took him into my car, brought him, sat him down here. I gave him water. I gave him seed offering. He was drunk, but I gave him seed offering. I saw them on the when we are talking about prophetic in Akimo down here. Mighty moves on this park. Mighty. That time, Pastor Gideon them had not even come. Mighty moving, powerful. So I travel out of town, come back, and come and see him backslided and drinking. I sat him down here and I told him, Man of God, you can come back. I encouraged him and he was crying. He said, I have never, since I backslided, I have never met a pastor treat me like you have treated me. Then he said, You will do well. I said, Amen. I said, Amen. Amen. I can't look down upon them. He never prayed for me before. He never prophesied in my life before, but I saw what they did in this town. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Yeah. Anywhere I see him, I honor him. Because I saw what he did. I saw what he did. It is not for me to judge a man of God. But it's for me to honor them. No one got up out of drunkenness. He was pushed. Got up and looked at him and kissed him and blessed him. What happened? After now, the generation of him, Africa, look at what we are going through. He told him, he said, You will, he said, Your generation will serve that of shame. Up to now, Africa is still clapping for the whites. He said, He's a drunk father. So when he said, Drunk father, are you the one to tell him to take him to hell? Your own is to honor. He said, If I'm your father, where is my honor? so don't joke with things like that praise the Lord why is Bishop Doug able to move and cause waves as long as uh, crusades are concerned today if I'm not afraid I can tell you that the most vibrant well attended crusade is Bishop Doug's crusade how he honored Rehad Bonke he honored him he went to his feet, sat at his feet, sold in his life. Meanwhile, Rehad Bonke was the evangelist who can gather crowds. He was the first evangelist to gather over 500,000 people at a place. And yet, then Bishop Dag, it's me, you crusade a monk for a pimp, a bunny saint, and he said, or Dinidia, Emma, or Sophopeni, Rehad Bonke, or Tsnani, and I say, Ekodria, Abawana, Brabomo, Emma, or Treacherno. It is called the law of honor. It is called the law of what? Honor. The only law that, you see, is connected to your longevity is the law of honor. If you honor people who have done what you are doing, what you are doing will live long. The Bible says that honor thy father and thy mother, 
and it shall be well with you on the land and you shall live long is that not what he said honoring is a law and what honor will deliver unto you no amount of prayer will bring it no amount of prayer no matter how well you pray I was studying on this subject honor and the Lord told me he spoke clearly I heard the Lord he said there are many things you people pray about that I deliver from heaven but for your information it has left heaven long time ago and it is with men on earth he said by honor you are attracted from men there are certain men when we mention their name we don't see money but we see long life we see them counting age like 103, 105, 120 when you see such men so and let them speak that in your life because they carry that grace so you be praying lord be giving anointed lord release anointed lord release anointed now when the what's the name uh, uh, the father-in-law of moses advised moses that he should raise other leaders that will work with him no matter, most, no matter how the people would have prayed, Lord, anoint me that I may stand with my pastor. Anoint me that I may stand with my pastor Moses. Nothing would have happened. The Bible said God came down from heaven and took what was upon Moses and gave it to the other 70. That means that no matter how they have prayed, it has already left heaven a long time. It is with men, and it was with a man, Moses. Paul said to Timothy, he said, activate the spiritual gates which has been imparted into you by the laying on of what? Hands. So certain men's hands carry what you want and what you need for your next level. Child of God, if you can't honor it won't come to you. When Elisha was dying, he had no son who honored him. So what happened? The Bible said that Elisha died and his bones, the anointing was still in bones. Elisha, a winner or ni or baby or dinny dear a man or Lucy or winner and was when you know when Absalom was about to die he looked around looking for a son that he may impart Absalom never found a son so you know what he did he built a pillar and named the pillar the place of Absalom he gave his inheritance to the pillar why? because when Absalom the son of David had the opportunity to honor his father so that his father sees him as a son he despised his father fought his father came against his father's government and so david lost absalom as a son not knowing absalom was rather losing sons it's a spiritual law we call the law of honor the law of honor the law of honor 
child of God, it was by the activation of the law of honor by which Abel was able to overtake Cain. Cain offered a sacrifice, but Abel, out of the heart of reverence, honored the Lord. And the Bible said he selected the first and the best because you know he was going to give it to God. God stood there and said, I choose Abel above Cain. The law of honor. It makes the younger one overtake the, the other one. The law of honor can cause you to overtake whoever has gone ahead. Because what you are fighting for, it is with your father. He will give it to you and you become straight up. In Ghana, we call every elderly person a witch and a wizard. How will he be well with us? How will he be well with us? How will he be well with us? We don't honor our elderly. We don't honor the men that have gone ahead. We open our mouth and speak anyhow against certain fathers that have gone ahead who have suffered certain things. They may be leaping and they may be crippled. They may be bleeding, but child of God, they carry a certain experience and a certain grace and anointing that will cause you to escape that tragedy. But we have sons competing with fathers. The truth of the matter is that when a son fights with a father, it is possible a son may overcome a father because of strength. Because of He might. He might. But by wisdom, when you kill your father, you have, you have ended your future. You have finished. Ah, you have finished. Just imagine if Isaac died without impartation to Jacob and Esau. What would have happened to them? That's what me, my own mother, my own biological mother apart from the fact that I honor her as a biological mother she's one of the gallant soldiers of God on this land because I saw her raising a church from two to where the church is now so one day my wife and I we got that money huge money and we went and I knelt down he has never seen me like that before knelt down and dropped the money out of their feet I told her buy anything that will make you happy I'm showing this thing bless me and let me go she commanded me to kneel down laid her hand on my, upon my head and started speaking eternal words over my life you think I'm walking here I have hands I have impartation there are certain things working certain force behind me you cannot just tear me down easily you cannot you cannot Men are carrying things you need. They may be blind, they may be damp, they may be deaf, they may be leaping. But I tell you, what they will give to you is eternal. What they will give to you is eternal. What they will give to you is eternal. A son who is also a cousin told me, he said, Pastor. 
in my life, wherever I am, it has been by you. I said, really? I said, how? He said, Any time. He said there have been three major shifts in my life, and there were all times I met you. I met him the next time, and he was drinking. I gave him a book, and by the time he finished the book, up to now, as I'm talking to you, he said, contractor, contract construction, one one village, one dam. Right now, he's a contractor. It wasn't by prayer. It wasn't by prayer. It wasn't by prayer. The sun is the arrow, but the experience to shoot the arrow is with the father. Can I tell you something? Though Jesus came from the Father, and when he arrived, he had a great mission. The greatest mission and the greatest ministry was Jesus' ministry, the salvation of men. And when he arrived, he never said, Now I am the boss. If I don't die, nobody will be saved. The Father needs salvation. I am greater. I am this. I'm that. After all, the Bible said that he considered himself not equal with God. And the Bible said that when you read John 5, there about said, Jesus kept telling us that what I see my Father do, he always honored the Father. He closed from crusade and ran back and hide and, t- and consult the father. He, listen, if you don't have a source, you don't have a future. If you don't have a source, you don't have a future. The law of continuity is connected to the law of honor, which also produces the law of longevity. So, um, the next point I'm talking about is the law of honor. The law of honor. And under the law of honor falls many branches I'm going to talk about. Number one. First fruit. First fruit. First fruit. The Bible says that the first to open the womb is for the Lord. Hallelujah. Let's start from Ezekiel 44, the verse number 30. He said, The best of all first fruit of any kind. Of which one? Any kind. Say it, say it, say it. Of what? And every sacrifice of any kind from all your sacrifices shall be the priests or shall be for the priests. Also, you shall give to the priest the first of your ground meal to cause to cause a blessing. To cause a blessing. Hallelujah. There are certain blessings we pray for, but there are certain blessings we activate it to cause a blessing to rest on your house. Listen to me. The blessings that come with first fruit 
it's not the same blessing that comes with titan the blessing of titan gives you an open heaven it gives you it rebukes the devourer and then it releases certain blessing i mean an overflow of your storehouse blessing but the blessing of first fruit cause rest upon your house that is the kind of blessing that rebukes sickness and disease that is the kind of blessing that makes sure that the, the wicked one doesn't have access to your home but that offers fruit this girl of your house it will will fall upon your house it will fall upon your house now the fact that you are taking your time when you have a corn and you sow the corn that corn could have been your meal it could have been your food or your supper but you chose to sow it so there is a probability that you are very hungry between the day of sowing to the day of harvest but the bible said that when you do the first harvest don't quench your hunger rather honor the lord with it he said carry it to the priest your first your first salary your first that's why this house our first salary in the year january we give it to the lord we give everything to the lord that is our first fruit when you, are, you, when you get unemployment your first salary you must honor the Lord with it and that is what our sister did to you today she said she told God if God would give her her job back the first week all her savings she will bring it back to God and she did it that is what we call first fruit and when you do this there is a blessing that rests upon your house there is a blessing. Can I tell you something? The church of God or the body of Christ is not progressing or moving at the pace that God wants us to move because certain laws are not activated and are not taught. We don't know them. It took me a long time before I discovered this law in the word of God. So when I started national service, my first allowance went to God. My second allowance went to my parents. The fact that you have chosen the first and you have given it and you are still hungry means that you honor, you place value upon the person that you are releasing that thing to even more than yourself. And that is the law of what? Honor. You have honored the person. You have honored the person. Proverbs 10. Let's go to 9. The verse number 9. He said, Honor the Lord. Honor the Lord with which one? Honor the Lord with thy substance and with the what? Fresh fruit of all thy of all thy what? Increase. Honor God. So the release of the first fruit activates the law of which one? Honor. It activates the law of which one? Honor. Child of God, you can easily escape many curses and you can easily escape many challenges without prayer. 
no many of them it's not about praying no matter how you pray to avert a curse from fighting it will never change that is why we started with the law of what obedience under the same law of honor we also have offerings that our Sunday offerings our normal church offerings our normal church offerings this falls under the law of honor you bring your offering that when you are coming so the bible said he said we should we should honor the lord with our substance and with the first fruit of all thy increase the verse number 10 this is what he said he says so shall thy bands be filled with plenty and thy press shall be passed out with new wine when you read malachi 3 10 he said what you have robbed me in tithe and in what offerings okay, so malachi, when you bring back the no. offerings am i teaching something very important here listen to me Yes, there may be pastors and churches which are chopping people's money. Glory be to God, you are not one of those churches. So you should boldly and be happy practicing this and engaging this law. Key to them. Key to them. I have a lot of testimonies in this line. Key into them. Haven't you realized that sometimes when a prophetic word is going on, a prophetic ministration is going on, and somebody by honor picks money and drop it and is going, the prophet calls the person. It's not all the time, but one sincerely is an honorable thing you are bringing. God will speak to the prophet. Talk to this one. Speak to the light of this one. Jump into this one. Man of God, as long as Naaman was questioning the integrity of the prophet and the direction of the prophet and was trying to question the oppressions of the prophet, that was an act of dishonor. It took the mercies of what? A servant to give him a counsel and he tried it and that was how he got healed. The obedience to the prophet is even an act of honor. Child, let me tell you something. Be intentional about your offerings. Be intentional about it. When you are when when it's the week, intentionally prepare. Take an envelope. Down, write the lost portion, and every time you put money in, put money in now, when it's Sunday, carry it. Envelope. And when you are choosing, choose the money that you, the one you would have loved, give it to God always. What you would have loved, what you would have loved, give it to God always. Child of God, listen to me. 
it is not by mistake certain men of God are moved to come to hit order and stay in this room and people keep asking me how do you get them how do you get? listen to me I engage the law of honor I engage the law of honor I honor them I respect them and I am sincere about it am I preaching so the Bible makes us understand that when we, we are coming to the house of God we shouldn't come empty handed come with something and don't you see church I challenge you I don't know who taught us that when it comes to offering we are supposed to do like this is God a policeman to be giving money like that when we read the Bible we call it something void offering sometimes they just wave it wave it to the Lord but you see because of how disgusting and how inappropriate and how dishonorable it looks you are even ashamed of the offering so you you hold it like you are going to give corrupt money to policemen honor the Lord honor the Lord child of God listen to me there are three levels of relationship that will bless your life we have relationships which are above you and we have relationship on I mean on, on your same platform and we have relationships which are beneath you you are a businessman you are looking for a certain breakthrough and there is a man who has gone ahead. He may not need money, but that honor, Charlie, just accept this and say something to my life. You'll be shocked. We're a businessman. We, 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 we receive from such men by honor. Let me talk about this important thing under that same subject. The subject of honor. Look at somebody and say, Prophet Suffering. Look at somebody and say, Prophet's offering. Prophet's offering. You see, many a times when men of God comes to the church, I tell you, let's prepare a prophet offering. Everybody, let's connect to the oil. And some of you think that it's a tradition in KMC. No, I have a revelation about that. I know what it does. And actually, it is scriptural and it's biblical. I can give you hundreds of scriptures. That will prove to you that prophet's offering is very important. Can I tell you something? Prophet's offering is the offering for restoration and impartation. The offering for what? Restoration and what? And impartation. A woman saw Elijah going up and down, going to preach, going to preach, and told her husband, Let's prepare a place for this prophet. Let's put in a bed, a table, a chair, and a lamp. Let's give him rest and give him a place for his work. And let's give him a lamp that he may sleep. When that was done, Elijah, Elijah asked the woman, what do you need in this house? He said, oh, I'm connected. I have everything. I don't need anything. And Elijah's servant told Elijah, said, she doesn't have a child. And then Elijah, that is the, the oil of what? Restoration. The oil of what? Restoration. Because of what the woman did, he said, next year by this time, you will bring forth. The woman said, don't come and add to my sorrow. 
what what the woman said it means that the woman had gone for a lot of prophetic meetings and they have prophesied the thing and it didn't come to pass so he was telling them don't come and add your trouble but as the prophet said the following year at the same time the woman brought forth a son later in the years Elijah was there Elijah was there and they came to tell Elijah that the child she he prophesied he imparted to the woman that child is dead that child is dead so you know what he did he gave his staff to his servant Gehazi he said run go and lay it on the child and he wake up Gehazi got there laid it laid it laid it the child didn't wake up why already Gehazi's heart was corrupted Gehazi's heart was corrupted around the prophet. So when Elijah got there, he didn't touch the staff. Did you see? He put his body on it. Because he knows that Gehazi was a dear woman. And the child came back alive. Why? Whatever was prophetically delivered shall prophetically be protected. The devil cannot take it from you. Prophet's offering is an honor. It's a very important key. Child of God, I won't let you miss it. Am I teaching you something very important here? The Bible said that he that gives a prophet a cup of water shall receive a prophet's word. Matthew 10, the verse number 40. He that receiveth you receiveth me. God, Jesus is the one saying it. He said, If anyone receives you, he has received me. If you honor the servant of God, you have honored God. Listen to me. You, you look at the Catholic Church and we say, Oh, they are this, they are this, but they are powerful. They have a lot. Go to Catholic Church. There is not a Sunday you don't see people with foodstuffs and all those things marching to the mission house. Honoring their father, the father, the Reverend Father. You go to big, big companies and you ask the CEO, which church are you take? How did they get there? The thing is a principle, it's not about who is your father. Am I saying something important? <laughs> it's a principle. You engage it in works. I'm telling you the truth. You engage it in twice. You engage it in work. He that receives you receive me, and he that receiveth me receive him that sent me. Can you imagine? You receive the prophet, you receive Jesus, and you have received Papa God. That means that when you honor a prophet, you have honored Jesus. And you have honored the father also. Uchi odi foni tuma na wachi Yesu atum na wachi nyango pon ankasan swatum ni acheni se udi odi foni ya eni anuwe di Yesu ni na we di nyango pon suni. Second Kings eight, the verse number eight to nine. He said, and the king said unto Hazel, take a present in thy hand. Do what? Take a present in thy hand. Oh, say it well. He said, do what? Take a present in thy hand. And go and meet the man of who? God. And inquire of the Lord by him, saying, Shall I recover of this disease? The verse number nine. So Hazel went to meet him and took a present with him, even 
of every good thing of Damascus, 40 camels burdened and came and stood. 40 camels mean that he has loaded 40 camels. And came and stood before him and said, Thy son, Ben Hadad, king of Syria, has sent me to thee, saying, Shall I recover of this disease? Meeting the prophet, was he take a present in thy hand? When you read first Samuel, the servant of Saul, when the, the, the donkey got lost Bro, and the father sent them that is going to look for the donkey. They got there, they found, they looked for it. They looked for it, they couldn't find it. And then the servant gave a kingdom advice. And he said, There is a prophet here. Let's go inquire of him. Then so said, you know it's not appropriate it's not proper to go before a prophet empty handed he said I don't have anything the servant said I have this small money let's take it the, the, the act is not the size the act is the heart the heart of honor and when they got there what happened the prophetic destiny of Saul was restored and the missing donkey was also found i said the prophet's offering shall bring restoration and impartation it was time for saul to become a king it may be time for your manifestation in ministry it may be time for your marriage it may be time for you to break forth but have you made any effort to go into a woman who has brought forth to take care of the baby to bath the baby and as you are doing it you are honoring the woman and telling yourself next year by this time I will also be bathing my baby next year by this time I will also be bathing my baby it is the law of honor that will deliver unto you listen to me there is no man of God I know men of God who are very anointed who are serving under other men of God and they chose they broke away they honored their father said whatever they have to do he shorted them and went away and started and people were following them can I tell you something if the man of God has not opened his mouth the law of honor will be against you and all these men of God I can mention their name in this nation it has not been well with them. It has never been well with them. I can see it. I know one who was God famous. When he broke away, we can't hear his name again. Came out. Made statement. Look at this. He's like that. He's like that. He's like that. That year I went to Shiloh. No, it was used ablaze. And the man of the man of God came to stand on the pulpit and made an utterance. We can hear this Daniel preacher's name again. We, we, don't we, don't we don't hear. We don't hear. He was very anointed. Very, very anointed. He was the one that grew the church in Ghana into ten thousands. 
But when he started his own, it is going down and down. It is going down and down. And there are certain cases men don't speak them. <laughs> but rebel children walk into it. May the Lord deliver you from church. I say, may the Lord deliver you from church. May God give you the wisdom of honor. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. There are a lot of scriptures, as long as that is concerned. First Kings 17, 20 to 24. He said, And he cried unto the Lord and said, O Lord, my God, hast thou also brought evil upon the widow with whom I sojourn? By slaying his son, this is the, 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 the woman I was talking about. God, have you killed? Her? Have you have you brought shame? The prophet is the one saying it. And the verse number two, twenty-two. Let's roll on quickly. He said, and the Lord heard the voice of Elijah, and and the soul of the child came into him again, and he revived. Listen to me. A prophet's offering shall bring whatever you have lost. No, 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 no. I said, prophet's offering shall bring whatever you have lost. The donkey got missing. They found it because they honored the prophet. A son died. He came back alive because they honored the prophet. Honor returned to a prostitute like Mary Magdalene. Why? Because she honored the prophet Jesus. A woman who didn't have good name among people. Today we preach her and we don't speak evil about her. Honor. Jesus told us, leave her. This message shall be preached everywhere. And today we preach it. It's not a joke. Listen to me. It is only a fool that will go and try and test what has been tested and proven. No, 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 no. I don't like your findings. I want to find my own findings. Go and find your own findings. Go and find your own findings. Am I preaching? Let's look at the chapter number 18, the verse number 3. Let's see what's there. I have a lot of scriptures here. Some of them, I don't even know what is written there. Second Kings 4 32. Let's see what's there. These are all scriptures which connect to honor. Second Kings 4 32. And when Elisha was coming into the house, behold, the child was dead and laid upon his bed. And then what happened? Let's move on quickly. He went in, therefore, and shut the door upon him. And then, now he's listening. That's another story. But listen to me. God told Elijah, yeah, Elijah, the, Elijah. the prophet. The Bible says Elijah the Tishbite. <laughs> Elijah the Tishbite was, went to prophesy that there would be there will be there will be famine, there will be drought. Forgetting that as he's prophesying, he's also in the country some. The hunger came and he was also hungry. <laughs> and by the favor of God, God said, Go and sit by a river, I will send a crow to come and feed you. You know, a crow, even if your soap is there, to take it away. How much more? And then a time came, God wanted to stop that miracle. 
when God was ending that miracle he was not ending it because he can't do more but because another daughter of hers it is time for her miracle but that miracle must not come from heaven it must move from one prophet to her it must, because it has left heaven long time it is with a man on earth that key is with a man on earth so the woman had to honor that man to receive it so God told Elijah he said this man move from here and go to that woman I have prepared a woman for you so when Elijah saw the woman the woman didn't understand the prophetic visitation but Elijah knew it and gave instruction he said woman give me water she brought he said go and cook for me to eat he said ah he said cook for me first and then I'll bless you and she went to cook it offered it to prophet Elijah he said now get inside go and ask for barrels go and ask for whatever go and ask. go and borrow go and borrow and then enter the room shut the door behind you and pour the oil the bible said that the woman kept pouring the oil all the barrels she went to borrow got filled it got filled the, the, when the last one got filled and he asked the son bring another barrel and the son said they are finished the oil also finished in the one that he was holding Whatever is preparing to kill you, as you sow in the life of your prophet, it will be averted in the name of Jesus Christ. Whatever dimension, listen to me, the Bible says that he gives some prophets, apostles, we are gifts to you. We are God's gift sent to you. We are the solution. As I'm standing here, I'm carrying the destinies of many people. One encounter of honor can change somebody's life forever. You can't do anything about it. I say you can't do anything about it. Everything that you have lost, everything you are looking for, I see it coming back by the engagement of this law in the name of Jesus Christ. I didn't have money, but I had strength. I had wisdom. I knew how to wash cars. So I washed my pastor's cars. I honored them. I did everything. Today, here I stand. Some of you are here. You, there is there's something small you do. You respect yourself so, yourself so much. Some of you can even give. Oh, uh, uh, we need we need money to go and buy flowers. Oh, pastor, uh, take the two hundred Ghana. Buy it when you when you finish. You give it to me. As for the church, we'll be faithful to give it to you. But I get surprised when people give and like you are coming to take your money from God back. If I were you, oh Lord. Lord, please, I'm beautifying your temple, oh, beautify my life. Beautify my life. Amen. Amen. I say it works. 
I say it works. I say it works. I say it works. Hallelujah. But pastor, I don't have, listen to me, God never told us, give when you have. <laughs> I want to show you if it's scripture. And that's the last thing I'm closing with. Let's look at Mark 12, 42. Do I have to give only when I have? Mark 12, 42 said, and there came a certain, somebody say a certain, a certain poor widow, and she drew in two mites, two mites, like two cities, which make a fatting, the next verse is that, and he called unto him his disciples and said unto him, now Jesus has come to teach them. Yes, like we have come to church, people are giving offering. Jesus said, I have seen something. I want to teach you the revelation behind how we give offering. He said, he called disciples and said unto them, verily I say unto you, that this poor widow had cast more, he has given more than all they which cast into the treasury. The verse number 44, he said, for all they did cast in of their abundance, all the others, out of their riches and their, their, their wealth. He said, I will offering. I will offer you offering. I will offer you offering. And you make it. Was it one of my I will offer you offering. I will offer you offering. But she, of her want was your feet now he him and on my so do we have to give only when we have hello are you here Go home. are we supposed to give only when we have when, listen, when you don't have when you have what cannot help you listen to me so it for help he said, I have what is left to eat and die. You can sow it to eat and live. Am I saying something important? Listen to me. As we are building a temple, it is one of the greatest opportunities for somebody to become a millionaire. For somebody to become a billionaire. For some, no, no, no. It is not. I'm not a contractor. I'm a preacher. So you don't give your pastor bed, bed, bedding and headache. Thinking about how to buy a No, 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 no. The Bible says that the people gave unto Solomon to tell Hey, it's okay. Stop giving. We don't want any longer. I should be here, Pastor. We are, I have some iron rods. I'm bringing it, Pastor. I have some sand. Now we are bringing it, Pastor. You should take the opportunity and partake and see what God will do for you. I was talking to Pastor Eugene, who is in town right now, and he showed me when he came last time. I was talking about a young man to the leaders who in this church told himself he cannot sleep until he buys a car for his pastor. He said the man, the guy, young guy, 24, 25 years. He said he wants to buy a car for his pastor. Bought the car. Honda. Bought the car and know what happened. As I'm talking to you right now. The guy, 25 years, he's a millionaire. He showed me his house he has completed. I said, 25? He said, yes, pastor, look at the guy. Look at the guy. Look at the guy. He said that this guy can carry 50,000 Ghana cities and then he sends it into mobile money and church account and call pastor. Pastor, I have sent some money there. They go and check like 5,500 billion, like just like that. He said he, he just gives and God is so blessing the guy. Your small one Ghana, why are you giving even boosters? You think, ah, why would you come up? Meanwhile, your pastor is preaching, your pastor is blessing you, your pastor is praying for you. How would you prosper? How would you do well? 
Amen. I want you to rise up. I want you to wake up. I want you to become what God has destined this ministry to be. And it's in the word and the obedience of the word to you. God told me, and I didn't fake it. I didn't frame it. I told God, I said, God, you are calling me to ministry. Most of the time, church people, they are poor people. Me, I have my business plan. I want to go and do business. But I said, I should come and preach. I said, God, I don't want to pass up poor people. The Lord told me, He said, the people are not poor. They are millionaires. They are billionaires. That was before you came to church. That means that God knew you before you came to church. So as I stand here, I know I'm standing before people who are millionaires and billionaires. Therefore, I have to teach the principle for you to arrive in your destination. Don't take it for granted. I am bent on that. A woman of God told us that when we finish the series, we should, I should send the series to her. You are here, you are receiving it for free. <laughs> I see an anointing for wealth creation falling on somebody here. I see an anointing for wealth creation falling on somebody here. In the name of Jesus Christ, make it your purpose never to relax, to be reluctant in giving. No! Push, release, push, release. Do something. Engage the law. Engage the law. Engage the law. And it shall be well with you. I say it shall be well with you. I say it shall be well with you. It shall be well with you. In fact, it is well with you. In the name of Jesus Christ. Lift your voice and thank God. And as you are thanking the Lord for what has come to you, I want you to open your mouth and pray and say, Lord, forgive me for not activating this laws. Lord, give me a heart that would engage this laws and this principle. Come on, open your mouth and pray. Open your mouth and pray. Don't pray to yourself. Pray to God. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Are you praying? Thank you, Lord. Now, listen to me. Listen to me. Open your eyes and listen to me. The ark of God came from the enemy's camp. It terrorized the enemy. It released boils and many sicknesses and diseases on the enemy. They placed it on the cart. And when it was coming, you, Uzzah went to touch it. He fell down and died. The king David was angry at God. Why do you have to kill your people? So when the ark came, David said, he doesn't want to take it to his house. He doesn't want to take it to the palace. Obedidom said, king, give it to me. I I can watch the ark of God remain outside. I will honor the presence of God. I will honor them. And that was a symbol of God's presence in the camp of the Israelites. When Balaam stood on the mountain and looked down, he saw the ark at the center of the people. And he said, the Lord is in the midst of his people. He said, the shout of the Lord is in the camp of his people. So, Obedidom took the ark to his house. The Bible said that in three months, God prospered the house of Obedidom. When David saw that Obedidom is prospering, 
He said, hey, go and bring the ark. Go and bring the ark. He went to take the ark and now brought it to his house. You can't take care of God's business and God will be ignorant and naive and, and quiet on your matters. It's you can handle the things of God anyhow. If you hold it in high esteem, God will bless you anyhow. Lift your hands up. You cannot lie to me. You cannot lie to me. Sing it prophetically. Sing it prophetically. Oh, you cannot lie. You are the with your friends take a screenshot and share it on your social stories and tag us at kmc worldwide for more information visit kmcworldwide.org thanks again for listening god bless you